at it? Give me a little something. Hey, whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah, can you hear yourself? Yeah, I can hear myself. Sweet. What do you say we knock into this thing? Yeah, man. It's like a lounge back. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Jameson on the Rocks podcast. Today I have with me Mr. John Cherry. How are you doing, my friend? Great. So Feeling glad you're great. here, man. Yeah, glad to be here. You ready to do this thing? Yeah, we're ready. Let's, <laughs> let's crack it open. Yeah, it took us a little while to get this guy scheduled, but we are good to go now. We're in here. here we we're about to knock it out. So let's go ahead and get the origin story on this young man. You are uh, the keys player in Big Chungus and AFTM. Any other bands? No, not That's as of now, no. Yeah, but, I okay. mean, I'm always trying to. Well, know, sweet. Tell me how you got started playing. Um, tell me how you guys. Embarrassing. It's my mom. Oh, What's oh, up, yeah, mom? I mean, Thanks for ruining my podcast. You got to take it sometimes. <laughs> you know? It's your mom. Let's see. Let's see what she says. Hey, mom. Hey. Hey, I'm on a podcast. What's up? Uh, I'll tell you about the gig. I got you. <laughs> oh, nice. Let's go. All right. Well, I have to call you back for real, though. I was just joking. Okay. Bye, mom. Bye, mom. <laughs> got a gig though let's go that's sweet that's an awesome yes, mom dude on the my air baby me gigs. <laughs> yeah i got a mom address what they call us you know <laughs> all right sorry i cut you off there let's do origin story how'd you get to playing man so just me playing like keys in general yeah just like uh so yeah. i i started off when i was young i took for like three or four years took piano lessons mm -hmm. doing kind of classical stuff how and, young are we talking like 12 four uh i'd say like third grade sweet okay kinda that's really early that. man yeah and yeah. then so I did that for three years, and I realized I wasn't like super crazy about it because mm -hmm. I would always try to like play stuff around what I was reading or like mm -hmm. what I was like supposed to be playing the and classical stuff. Yeah, yeah, and like and like even like if it wasn't classical, just you know written music. And at some point, I I kind of like stepped away from the keys because I was like, oh, like piano lessons aren't really that fun. Yeah, because I had never realized that I could sit down and just make something up. Yeah, just play whatever you want. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. wow, and then. Uh, so then I played guitar for like three years because I was like, oh, well, like I, I want to try a new instrument. Yeah, so I yeah. got an acoustic guitar and played that for like three years. Uh -huh. And then some time, some, a couple years passed and then go to like 10th grade. And my friend Wilson Wallace, Wilson Wallace who uh -huh. is a really good um, guitar player and, and vocalist. Yeah. I, I wanted to play with him, but I was like, oh, well, this guy's so good at guitar. Like I can't play guitar <laughs> like him. So I was like, you know, maybe I'll just try to make some of them on piano. Yeah, and yeah. so... I started like kind of improvising with him on that, and then uh -huh. he was had just been getting into jazz and stuff, so he kind of helped me like self-direct myself into you know kind of just learning about theory and ways to improvise and you know who to listen to mm -hmm. and like what would be a like there's music other than classical yeah music like kind there's of well there's other yeah there's other than you know jam bands there's yeah. other than funk rock uh -huh. you know soul blues like. It was just like, yeah. I always thought jazz was like, oh, like this kind of... Pretentious thing. <laughs> yeah, not even, I didn't even realize it was pretentious. I was, when I thought of jazz, I thought of like smooth jazz or like, you know, lounge elevated music, lounge stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then he was showing me, you know, like Miles Davis or like, yeah. you know, discover, like, uh -huh. and then Herbie Hancock and uh -huh. then, you know, Good shit. McCoy Tyner and all those people. And I'm like, wow. like I like it. This is That's funny intense, that you say yeah. that because uh, about the classical thing, this is like a recurring theme. I've had like four guests say that like... There were kids, you know, the the straight path to take is to learn Mozart and shit and Ode to Joy. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. And like, it's not very appealing when you're that young, I guess. In yeah, some you don't ways, appreciate you know? it as much. And now yeah. that I'm older, I'm like, dang, man, I really wish I stuck with like classical because like, yeah, that's it, like that's the coolest crazy. stuff. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to like understand like that, how that stuff works, like the, the scales and theory and all that shit behind that. But I don't yeah, yet. Yeah. I will one day though. That's interesting though, because you said that the class, why don't they teach us like rock and roll songs and shit, you know? Yeah, what I mean? know. Like, I guess they're not like, hey, man, like, just learn your dominant seven chords and play some blues. Like, you kind of got to be like, oh, like, got to learn a little yeah. Beethoven. And, oh, the joy. And, and then realize you don't like it and then you got to feel rebellious, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. You know, Maybe that's kind of the sense of where it's it comes quintessential from, to the yeah. process. You yeah, know what I, mean? I think okay. so. All right, continue on. Yes, sir. And so, um, and so then with Wilson, and then I, um, one of my good friends, Philip Sebastian, was on bass, and mm -hmm. Connor Yaris was on drums. We had a band for the last two years of high school playing covers. Cool. What was the band name? Um, mind State. Mind State. Nice. I so like it. So it's just like I play on words on like a mind state and then uh -huh. like a state like a, you know, yeah. it, like a, you know, country, but like mind. Yeah. I interesting. I like yeah. it. It's not bad. It was like a high school pun type thing. <laughs> yeah. Know? I love it, man. It's pretty clever for some high school kids. Yeah. You know, just some high school kids <laughs> trying to be clever. I love but, it. I um, love it. And then... When you say covers, what are you guys playing? Jazz at this point, or uh, we were playing all different types of stuff. Like we were uh -huh. playing like Vampire Weekend, mm -hmm. and then we'd play like John Mayer or Bill oh, Withers yeah. or 
Stevie Wonder, like you nice. play like I Wish by Stevie Wonder yeah. and stuff. That was one of my favorites cover. And then um In the Air Tonight and some like quintessential oh. like, Yeah, no, yeah, you gotta give the drum of the moment. Yeah. You got to, man. Um and then so after that I came to college and University of Georgia, correct? Uh, yes, nice. I came here. Yeah, I've been here for four years. I'm a senior now and coming in as a freshman, I I had just like a couple of times there had been bands playing and I'd gone mm-hmm. up and been like and they had a keyboard and I was like hey can I like sit in with y'all and yeah. so I like I'd go and like you know play Jessica or something I think someone sent a video of that to Preston Andrews the original first drummer for AFTM okay and then they had a so AFTM had a gig at Silver and the twins couldn't make it gotcha and so they so he was so Preston knew Kelly you know uh-huh. the guitarist yeah, yeah, for AFTM now <laughs> the man and um and heard that I had played, so we met up at Nucci's and for kind of like a trial thing. It was like me, him, Forrest, and Kelly. Uh, okay. And so us four played, and they were like, oh, this kind of works out. And so we played yeah. that gig together. At Silver Dollar. At Silver that okay. night. I didn't know that they were auditioning me really for a gig, per se. I just thought really? it was like, let's come and jam. And I was yeah. like, this is fun. We should play. And then, and then like... <laughs> And then, like, Force was like, what do you mean? Like, you're playing tonight. And I was like, what? And <laughs> Dude, so then what? I was like, that was my first show. And then... Um, How did it go? Just It was great. In, I yeah. mean, we just played, you know, uh, classic rock covers. Yeah, and, okay. You know, so you guys like are the, all covers at this point? Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, Forrest had been writing his own songs, and I'm mm-hmm. sure Kelly had been, too, for the longest time. But, like, at that point, it was just like, you know... Yeah. It's like it's like getting up with random musicians and playing classic rock standards. Yeah, gotcha. But then I didn't re- I obviously didn't realize what <laughs> career would uh you know Yeah, come out of come it. after that. So That's awesome, man. Yeah, so that yeah. was cool, but um so then that gig was just us four, but then the, we had a, the next gig was at Silver Dollar, and that was with the Twins. So is, is this gig at Silver is this the first AFTM gig or have they been playing before? They, they had met been you? yeah, so they the band so Forrest and the two twins, John and Will McLean, mm-hmm. had been playing since they were youngins, you know. Oh, okay. I like know different that. things. Like, they, I know when they were like in middle school, they had a gig in front of the Mo's in Atlanta and like different <laughs> things like that, you know. Nice. But they'd also, you know, they played, a, I mean, they played a lot and they would, and Forrest was writing songs yeah. and they were working out songs and they have like actually some really good demos on uh, SoundCloud from really? like, from, like way back in the day. Yeah, yeah you got to get the link from Forrest, but they're, they're good. Um, the secret demos. Yeah, the, the deep cuts. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, so they, those three played and then, uh, Preston joined uh-huh. some point in college, I think when they were, I can't, I can't remember. <laughs> I wasn't there. I was in, I was in high school. <laughs> I wasn't there. Playing in the mind state. So, <laughs> Love but, it. um, okay. so that's how you got into the band. So I got, that's how I got into the band. So then at that point, freshman, my freshman year, it was six of us, the two twins, mm-hmm. Preston, Kelly, me, and Forrest. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And so after that, we just, you know, we played. And then after after freshman year, Preston had to go and go mm-hmm. do his thing for his, you know, you know, yeah, take stuff. care of himself. Yeah. And um, Mr. Cam hops in, right? And then Mr. Cam hops in, in that summer. Yeah. yeah. So then Cam hopped in and we were like, this feels really good. Yeah. And then we played for like a year and a half. And man. then, um, interesting. So when you started though, like when you're like asking to sit in shit, are you like every night? You're like, man, I can't wait to be in a fucking band. Play. I was every like, night. well, the funny thing was, was when I was a senior in high school, like one of the only times I came up, it was for shower cap. And I look oh, up man. and I got there. I was like, I got there really early, and so I saw. I think those three, Preston or those mm. four, were playing at shower cap. They were like okay. the second band to play in the days. Yeah. And I was like, whoa! Like someone was like, yeah, those guys are like, like college students. They yeah. play on stage in front of everyone. And I was like, that's so cool. It's crazy, isn't like, it? Like I wish I want to meet those guys. Like let me, <laughs> I want to like maybe I could you know play with them. They don't have yeah. a keyboard player. And then I, I never really thought about it. Uh-huh. And then, you know that. And they're playing. And then that one and... fateful day at Nucci's where yeah. they're like, oh, this is nice. And then Silver Dollar, you know. Love it, man. That's a good start. That's a good little quick origin story there. I like yeah. it. I like it. You you condensed that really well. Okay. So you guys get to play in, and this is what? How many years ago is this? Two years? It's really this not is that long. Twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Okay, three or four. Three ish. Well, three ish. Three yeah. and some change. Yeah. yeah. So uh, basically, what I think what really made our band go from you know the, the college dudes playing mm-hmm. at classic the bar, rock, classic yeah. rock at yeah. a bar was McLean came up to us after one gig and was uh-huh. like, "Hey, I'm in the music business program. I have an interest in like managing bands, and I really think you guys are great." Like. Yeah, you sound great. I can tell y'all are like you know good musicians and you play well together. 
but I like I really like I really think that like with my help I could help get you on the other side of Lumpkin. Interesting. And we were like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like you mean we can play like a like a, a venue, venue? <laughs> like forty watt one day or you know the theater maybe and then like. And so he was like, yeah, like, and so he sat us down and was like, you know, you got to, you know, work on your originals and all Uh this stuff. And he kind of had like a, a gradual process to getting us there and game plan and he, and he executed it and he's, you know, he's a man of his word and he is the, that's awesome, man. Most brilliant guy. Him. Yeah, he's that's amazing. True. That sounds like a fucking album, The Other Side of Lumpkin. <laughs> the Other Side of Lumpkin, dude. That's Honestly, cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's so until then, you guys, a few of you guys are in fraternities, right? Or, yeah, yeah. We all, uh, they, I mean, like a couple of them were. And uh-huh. uh, I, I mean, I am, and, but like, you know. Yeah, so that's where you guys started. You guys that's played That's kind of, yeah, first. we played a bunch of fraternity parties and mm-hmm. we, you know, did all that. But was, you say that was pretty uh, beneficial or. Yeah, it's definitely building? the best way to get your name out and the best way to get money yeah yeah definitely, <laughs> to, to definitely. record so like Dang, okay that like those fraternity shows were what gave us the money to be able to re- even like go into 1093 or chase park and yeah. record anything so. see i've noticed that about you guys in Springhouse. you kind of kind of had this like formula that's not intentional but it just seems to work you guys kind of like play the fraternity thing first kind of yeah. build your name and then you kind of have like a group of awesome people that like to drink and come out, and then they see you at the big venues or whatever. Yeah, right? exactly. And it's theory? almost sort of like a cheat code, and it's almost like you know, <laughs> sometimes it's like seems like you know, a shortcut or something. But I think it's uh-huh. it's definitely convenient. But it's um, it's and I would say it it was the best point in our career was when we played that second Georgia theater crowd, and I looked out and like a lot of those people were people I knew, but it was a lot of people who are like I know they had these people who didn't see us play at a fraternity party. Yeah, they don't. They're not listening to us because they're our friends. Uh-huh. They're just people in Athens that heard about you. Who heard man. about it? And it's like, and so it's almost like you know, once you like, you can use that as a tool. But I think once you grow out of that and beyond that, then that's uh-huh. when you're like, wow, this is this is a it. legitimate operation because you know you kind of crossed over. You know, what yeah, you kind of like you kind of let it help you out, but at some point you gotta kind of like part ways with it. You Love know, it. yeah, yeah, you can't, you don't want to do it forever. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, because be you know that's yeah. yeah well, it's just like that's where the. Like there's kind of like you can you can provide for yourself with those mm-hmm. with the money from the frat gigs, but at some point you gotta Absolutely. play a venue and you gotta You're travel right. and you gotta go to new places. Originals and, and all that. Yeah, kind of you gotta shit. play originals exactly. Were you guys at this point? You're doing straight covers, or were you guys like sprinkling in originals? Like, hey, here's one you guys might like. Yeah. So after McLean, you know, told us that, and, and McLean's the manager, just right. Clear. Still, okay. yeah, still cool, the manager. Cool. Since then, for three years. Love it. Love that. Um. So since he we had that conversation, we let it, like decided to like commit to having him as our manager. Mm-hmm. He, um, we like started like working on songs that Force has already written, mm-hmm. Kelly had already written. Nice. So we had Blurry Eyes, and so we would play that after you know whatever covers yeah. we'd play, yeah. and then people would start catching on because after like four times hearing a song, you can kind of yeah, it's a pretty catchy, it. yeah, very, it's catchy, <laughs> very catchy song. I don't yeah, it's like, you know, yeah, <laughs> pentatonic, like, chorus, and everyone just kind of like, you know, at some point, everyone just like kind of sings along, and they're like, wow, like, people actually like this. Yeah. So we went great, into, great uh, start, honestly. took some of that frat gig money and went to uh, 1093 <laughs> with Jeff. Okay. And cut and, it. And cut it, yeah. Okay. How many takes did you guys take? You remember? Hell, it's been so long. I don't know. You I guys mean, did it live, though, right? We did it live, yeah. actually, yeah, which is cool. That is cool. Um, We did, yeah, so honestly... I mean, I think we had been in Nucci's for like the whole week, just like playing that one song, really, being, like, just grinding, hashing on everything it. out. Yeah. And um, so I think honestly, it didn't take too long. But love that. The more of it was just sitting down and being like, "Hey, like, what do we want to do with this? Like, mm-hmm. how are we gonna?" It's so catchy, man. Jeez, I love the I love your part in that. That like the, you can just hear you like you're in the left ear or something like that. Yeah, like I just doing the organ, just yeah. kind of giving that little pass. That seems like that's kind of your signature sound, the whole organ sound, isn't it? Maybe. Yeah. Would you um, say so or no? Uh, I mean, wouldn't say permanently. I'd yeah. say at that point, that was kind of like what would fit best in the songs. Uh-huh. A lot of those songs we wrote were southern rock songs, and yeah, it organ is just the quintessential keyboard yeah. to use in that. Is it an actual so, organ on the record, or is it like a keyboard? With on patch? that one, no. On that one, it's just I'm just using the yeah. the like the Nord. Yeah, the, yeah. On the 
like a patch, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. just doing digital. Cool. It sounds great though. That's probably my favorite part. So I think coming out of the chorus or something, you can hear you really well in the in one ear. I don't know. I always notice it. That, it's just, yeah, it's kind of crisp. You know what I mean? That I was like what that. I when I was like first starting to figure out like mm-hmm. what draw bars are and like rotary acceleration. I was like, yeah. oh, like if I press this button, it like something spins faster. Like it sounds cool. <laughs> Love it, man. Yeah, but um, and yeah. at this point, are you like like are you feeling confident on the instrument, or are you just like cording around? You know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Like. With, Are you already proficient? With keys in general or with yeah. the technique of organ? Mm, both. I want to know about that. Technique both. of organ, no. I, I'm still like, there's a whole side of organ because just the way it is, like notes don't sustain at all and there's mm-hmm. nothing like, it's it's all, it's it's its own animal. Entity. So Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to get better at that and I'm, yeah. I, I don't have a, like a Hammond B3 yeah, organ sitting in my room. So <laughs> uh, it's kind of, I mean, but I have a, I have a Nord which kind of emulates that and that uh-huh. was the first like I saved, I saved up for like two years working at a Thai restaurant in high school because I was like, oh yeah, like a Nord, like I want that <laughs> because of the organ, because the the action, like the waterfall keys, you can smear uh-huh. into chords like they do on organs and and all That's the other features. I but I, that, that was what really made me want that keyboard, and I've had it since like yeah. tw- like eleventh grade. Nice. Are so you still using it? That's like my. I'm gonna take it to our first gig oh, back yeah, on man. Friday. So love to hear that. That's awesome. Yeah. I like stuff like that. That's I, my I baby. Watch- I watched a video, like a Tom Petty video, and they were talking about like all the pieces to an organ and how it works. And he was explaining. I was like, damn, dude, I just thought it was like a, like a piano. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no, there's like a realize, separate speaker like and there's spinning. like, yeah. And then yeah. the tweeter, you have to mic it up because it's, yeah, it's like. It's so interesting. It, it always sounds so crisp too on those Southern rock records. It really rounds things out more than people realize in my opinion. Yeah, it kind of hones things together. It fills up any, like in the sonic scape, mm. like anything that's kind of feels empty you can kind of yeah yeah account it kinda, for it with, like a, with just a sustaining organ or like Definitely. even like rhythmic stuff on organ i remember the first time i was just starting to like like i'm in athens going to school and you know when you first move here it's kind of tough to figure out where all the bands are and everything when you don't know anybody and i'm just starting to hear about you guys i remember following you guys and i see this video you guys in silver Do- i'm pretty sure it was in silver dollar and you guys are playing blurry eyes so i guess you guys have been doing it for a year or two now and uh, I just hear it. And I'm like, dude, that's a fucking like a southern rock song. I'm like, what fucking song is that? I swear I played it from mom. It's like, what song is this? She's like, I never heard that. I was like, are we sure this isn't a popular song? Cause I, it's so good, yeah. dude. I thought it was like a fucking like you guys were just it's covering just catchy, something. Yeah. So catchy, man. And then eventually I pieced it together. I was like, oh, this is fucking their song. That's great. Yeah, well, it was crazy going from you know being like playing Can't You See mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Love it. Love to it. like you know going out there and playing. I mean, obviously. For a while, we had to play "Can't You See" because we didn't have any yeah. sort of discography. Yeah. But like, you know, playing a song like that, and then right after it, playing "Blurry Eyes" and people singing it just like mm. they're singing "Can't You See." You're like, wow, like I bet that was a pretty decent song, I guess. Yeah. So they're singing along. <laughs> it is, man. I feel like it's shit. It's got a shit ton of streams now. Do you know how many streams it has? Have a million? Or so, no, 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 no. Not it's, that many. Uh, it's like six hundred fifty thousand. That's still no it's small a lot. Feet, yeah, bro. A that's lot. a fucking shit. It's that catchiness, man. Yeah, man. That's good stuff right there. Uh, I feel like uh, I don't know. It's kind of weird to say that. It sounds like romanticized, but like that's kind of like when I'm first getting into Athens music. That's like one of the first songs I heard. So it makes me think about like a certain point in time. Is that weird to say? You know yeah, I mean? no, like when I think kinda... of it, I think of like freshman year. And, yeah. And a lot of it, though, is what I think of like listening to Blurry Eyes and listening to Middle, like mm-hmm. how far everything's come Dude, to. You know? Middle's a banger, too. By the time you guys got to Middle, though, I was like, oh, these guys are really figuring things out here. Yeah, it's it like, we're not, like, like we're not using anyone else's blueprint. It's like yeah. we kind of figured out our blueprint and like, Absolutely. and we're still obviously changing things yeah. around and. Definitely. We're experimenting a lot now with how we're writing. With we just got a new bass player. I don't know mm-hmm. if you know Cutter. I met him last night. Yeah, yeah, yes, he's nice awesome. guy. Shout out Cutter. What's up? Shout out to Cutter Redden. He's a beast. He is. It seems like it. Very cool guy. I was surprised that it was his. Uh, or Jeffrey called him like Big Cutter or something. I was like, is that really his name? <laughs> yeah, Cutter <laughs> dude. Okay. Yeah. I was like, that's awesome. K U T T E R. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, nice guy. Um, so I think we skipped a few tunes here. Let's go. What will be next? We um, me. Okay, so blind? we had we had uh, blurry eyes. And then after that, we had like the two singles that we mm-hmm. released together, Miracle and Fool. That's it. That's it. Okay. I like those too. Fool's kind of like a different vibe. Like yeah. A like back. Miracle was like, like you know, kind of like hoppy, mm-hmm. classic rock, Southern rock kind of. But like, yeah, Fool was like cool because I was like, yeah. that was when I was like, yeah, so we can kind of like do something really? different. And then, yeah. you know, we did the album where there's just different, like right after mm-hmm. that was... We released two singles off the album before that. We had Get Down and Morning. Get Down has the horns on it, right? Get Down has the horns. Get Down's yeah. kind of funky, man. I Get like Down's it. really funky. I and we like got Selvaggi. 
There was a few. Yeah, okay. So you really didn't have that many singles until the album came out. So four, no. four singles? I'm trying to think. I could Maybe be missing five? something. I don't know. I'm, I could be missing something, but I think there was, you know, the three, and then there was two singles from the album that we released before the album. Okay. And then released the album, which had like 11 songs. Yeah, so really not a long period of like time for you guys to get this album, right? Like on recording-wise. Cause it no, no, we so did. Good. I remember like... I was at Boyd. I had taken a test, then I like immediately like left my test, mm. went to Chase Park, recorded, had to yeah. come back like two hours later, take a quiz, and then go <laughs> back to the studio. And then I was like, we did that for like four days. It was during exam week. <laughs> of all weeks. Literally of all weeks. So this is kind of like, we were like, yes, yeah, this is the like, best time to do it. And I was yeah. like, I mean, I guess for the band it is. <laughs> but anyways, I just remember like it was like a four day, it was like four or five days of being in the studio maybe it was a week yeah but like i the, during the weekday it was like so you guys is it chase park studio a is it the, the main room or which one is it do you know when you when you walk in it's to the right but then to we the did right. some of the mixing i think in the room to the left okay. as well and you guys recorded all 11 songs in five days yes that's pretty impressive or like five or six and then with a day of mixing or two days of mixing probably mm -hmm. i think we aimed to have five days with all the takes and then two days of mixing and then there was still some you know is there a lot of overdubs not really right no i mean we so we recorded to tape for that yeah really i didn't recorded know that. to tape and then put it in the pro tools dumped it over so okay. we were there was like you know still some of like you didn't go straight to tape but we recorded yeah. all of our takes into tape Gotcha. It's very interesting because it was like that's awesome. It's like we got to use this. Like, yeah. don't screw up. <laughs> yeah, like, get it right. <laughs> it's been etched into the tape, so there's gonna be no cutting. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No, uh, no slicing around. Yeah, there wasn't mean? too much slicing, but there was some uh, over taping. I think. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. That's cool. I didn't know you guys made it tape. It sounds great, man. It's really impressive for a first album to have this many cuts that are like, uh, like super solid, like catchy as fuck. Like I was very surprised. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, I think that all came down to, there was a lot, I mean, there was a lot of those songs that we wrote together as a band, especially mm -hmm. after Cam joined. Yeah. And then there were some songs that were like, you know, like Kelly had it written out mm -hmm. and like brought it to the band and we changed the round or Forrest had it written out. So it was interesting. You know. So that was, that was another thing I was going to ask you. Um, the songwriting process, I assume it's, it's never, never the same. Are you guys got it's somebody? Bringing... It's not ever the same. Really? Especially since Cutter joined because mm -hmm. Cutter and Kelly lived together and I'll, and they'll send in the group a demo of some song that they made on Ableton with mm -hmm. like, you know, them like Cutter playing bass, Kelly playing guitar and then them just like, punching in drums on the midi mm -hmm. on midi and doing keys on midi and then i'm like this is a solid thing and then they'll yeah. they'll we'll go to practice and be like we'll play it and then we'll be like all right like let's let's work this out and then yeah. we're like it'll it'll sound completely different at by the end of the day but Interesting. like you know they'll have an idea or like forrest will have an idea yeah so or i'll have an idea and then we just kind of develop it does forrest always write the words forrest always writes the words Interesting. but occasionally if he's like if he's feeling like because a lot of the songs are like you know very like some are very personal or like Definitely. you know yeah or like if he's singing it it's gonna it's gonna want to be his words you know mm -hmm. you but there's it. a lot of times when he's like hey like what do y'all think about this or he's always he's always saying that but there's yeah. sometimes he's like what should i say here and someone will say something he'll use that but so it's a group effort yeah it's group it's effort. very yeah very group democratic effort yeah. which is awesome i kind of wondered how it worked if like he was bringing in whole songs and you guys were just spicing them up or if you were bringing in keys parts or but no yeah no normally like with uh with mistakes I just came up with that, like, you know, the intro lick. I don't mm -hmm, know if you know, like, mm -hmm. dun, 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 yeah, yeah, I know. And, like, well. chords on the left. And then um, Cam kind of did some drums to match it. Yeah. And then, next thing you know, like, Forrest found some sort of, like, Kelly found some sort yeah, of verse rhythm. And then, mm. like, you know, I came up with something for the, for the chorus, like, melody. And then, uh -huh. you know, Forrest decided it's to do something. So it's just kind of like, we're just kind of like piecing together. It's like we all have Legos and we're just kind of like <laughs> figuring out like, and then if like we go? need to take something out and put a different piece on it, you know, it makes sense. It's just That's like. interesting. Do you, this is a weird question, I guess, but like, do you have a ratio of how many songs don't make it? I'm just curious about stuff like this. Like, you know what I mean? Like you guys say, yeah, say it's you guys all, write It's all 30. a time thing. And I mean, there are so many songs where we're like, we really like this and then we'll find ourselves going in a rabbit hole of trying to change it because we'll feel like it sounds too like this or too mm -hmm, like whatever. And mm -hmm. so. Sort of the, some of those songs we just throw them in our back pocket yeah. per se, but I mean, Send ideally, them back to the ideally everything gets developed. But there's some ideas that we're more enthused about than others, and yeah. so they're kind of higher up on the waiting list. Interesting, but um, that's cool, cool way yeah. to put it. Yeah. yeah, some of them go back to the factory. Got to get worked on. Some of them, yes, yeah. yeah. Some of them might gather a little dust yeah. until we take them out, but you know, hopefully, <laughs> take it for a spin. Hopefully, we don't let them sit for too long because we want it to be relatively fresh. But 
Yeah, you know, we okay. kind of try to prioritize things on like how enthused we are collectively. Yeah, it's you like know? you can feel it when it's right. You know yeah, what like I mean? whenever we're like, dang, like the, even if yeah. it's like just a demo that someone's sending in, we're in, and we're like, we all feel it. We're like, yeah, let's work on that. You know? Interesting. So let's talk about the album tracks. I wrote down my favorite ones, by the way. I don't know if you want to hear them, but let's see. Here they are. I would love to. My top five, maybe six, would be not in this order, but just my top five. No, this is my number one. My number one is "Bad for the Money." Yeah, that's a badass song, dude. I love that song. That's that's a. There's good songs that are like catchy and make you feel something and then there's songs that are fucking badass and bad for the money is sweet that's a cool song yeah. is this the one with the synth thing in the outro right yeah <laughs> so we're doing like the synth arpeggios yeah. yeah what is that is it just like uh how did that just, come about uh so at the end i was like i'm gonna i, I kind of want to do a synth solo but then i was like the reason why we added that section actually was because we wanted to modulate into i can't remember what the next song is is song in a mm -hmm. so we wanted to modulate so we did that and i was like oh well i can do a synth solo then they're like maybe just try doing like some sort of arpeggio and so i just yeah. did that and then i was it's kind of gave it like a smooth sick, ending that kind of serves as its own transition Nice. Rather than so like being like, rather one. than being a solo that just kind of ends at the end of the song, yeah, it'd be better to kind of have just something that's kind of rhythmic and flows into the next. It song. does really well. I like it. It's super catchy. It's like, dude, it's like I'm on a spaceship yeah. or something, man. That was pretty, yeah, that was definitely what we we're going cool. for. Yeah, yeah, I like it. It's like Steve Miller Band or something. I don't yeah, know. Kinda, yeah, kind of spacey. I like it. Uh, very cool. Okay, my other four. Let's see. Uh, Forrest was talking about this one last night. Whiskey, bro. Why is whiskey getting hate? Come on, whiskey's a banger. <laughs> whiskey was catching some smoke last night at the bar, and I'm not taking dude, it, yeah, bro. Whiskey. Whiskey catches internal smoke yeah. from the band. Is it just because it's not hype enough for the live show or something? You know what I mean? Like it's no, not upbeat? Uh, I don't know. There's, I don't know. Everyone has their own different yeah. opinions on it. Um, <laughs> I just, it, personally, there's just other songs I like, but I loved it. Like I loved it when we play it because it uh -huh. has like, whenever we play it live, it have a lot of energy. But I think we think the take and just kind of like, the way we had that song written out, like could have mm -hmm. been better. And we kind yeah. of feel like we might've jumped the gun on it or something, but a lot of people love that song, and I think it's yeah, a great I song. Too. Yeah, I do too. But it's like that, you know, as a musician, you're always thinking, I could have done this That's better. true, yeah. It's like, you it's, could write the best song in the world and be like, oh, like, yeah, that would if I had be. just, like, yeah. spent, like, three more days working on it, like, it'd be just a little bit better. And it's like, not, like, you know. Yeah, man, it's great. See, if you'd have never told me that, I never would have known. I'd have thought you guys just thought it was the best song ever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It's I like mean, a no, perception it's like we don't, thing. I mean, like, we, we're, it's like one of those songs, like, we're glad we have it, but it's yeah. like, we would rather play Get Down or yeah. Middle or Morning yeah, than that. Gotcha. Just cause, love yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That makes yeah. perfect sense, man. I love it, though. Um, let's see what else I got. I got Death of a Ramblin' Man, classic. Um, Flying High, See and Ain't Believing. That's a nice one. You got a little synth action there, too, right? No, Clavinet. Oh, okay. Walk okay, Clavinet. nice. Yes. Okay. There is some synth at the end, but I'm just I'm uh, doing it behind Kelly's like insanely yeah. mind blowing solo. That he <laughs> so does. good, man. He's got such a good tone and everything. Yeah, he's sick. You guys seem like you got this like like um I don't know how to describe it, but it's like none of you you know none of you guys are um I don't want to say calm, but like it's like you guys have this this kind of chaotic energy thing going on where none of you are are like really controlled. Does that make sense? In that song you're saying, or just like in, in general, general kind of like it's yeah. like Force is always screaming and like screaming you're like and improvising. On stage, yeah. yeah, you're like improvising on some shit. I'm pretty sure in the show, right? Of course. Yeah, uh, I try to. I try to. I, sometimes I need to be reined back because I'm like gotta keep <laughs> maybe the a little song. too much. Yeah, yeah. And then Kelly, he's got his whole just just ripping it, you know, just just feeling it. And then Cam, he's always hitting the shit out of him. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it just seems like you guys have a lot going on it's like nobody's like hey we need to be perfect like this you know what i mean i think what it is is like we're we're relatively calm people but i think it's there's just like it's an outlet for all this energy and it's like uh -huh. once we're on that stage and there's people there they're like reciprocating whatever energy we put out we mm -hmm. feel like we can just kind of let, let it go. all out yeah. and just like be you know i love that be this you know and it's also just like it feels so good to be doing that yeah that, like, it does it's like it's hard not to like let it take control yeah. of you you know it's like you're in the zone and just nothing can touch you you know yeah it's like about. i'm on the stage like if, yeah. even if i play a wrong note like i'm happy yeah. because everyone around me is smiling yeah. look, look over and my best friends are on stage with me yeah, having the time of their that, life man. with me you know it's like that's it's awesome, really man. lucky to be doing that so I'm very envious i like it so you guys you guys is there any like tension in the band are you guys all pretty pretty calm are you guys ever argue i mean that kind of shit? it's like surely you, you do you, right if you're brothers you're gonna argue and i'd yeah. say we're all like brothers at this point uh -huh. so we're argue but it's always like the next day we're like 
you know I love you. You know yeah. I was just being a dick. <laughs> like, you know, you know I can be a dick sometimes. So you just gotta, you know, I love you though, and then just, and then it's like we're good. You know, I love that man. Yeah, there's nothing like arguing with your brothers. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah, doesn't really yeah, mean you gotta anything. fight to show that you love yes. them. Right? I don't know. That's, that's why. That's why from my experience makes so much sense, man. Oh man. So in this point, are you guys, um, you guys kind of consider yourself a live band first, right? Wouldn't you say? Like, yeah, isn't that yeah, your specialty yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure? I'd that, say so, yeah. right? I'd say I mean, I'd say the energy is conveyed the best through our live show, mm-hmm. and right now we're working. We're just trying to have obviously because because the cars we've been dealt with the music yeah. industry right now where mm-hmm. it is, we're trying to focus on you know conveying everything through the music and through the songwriting. Just because yeah. that's how we can. But I think once we start playing shows, we're gonna go back to like focusing on like how can we keep being energetic, making our shows show new and like interesting. That's you know, cool. That's good. Good way up. to think. Sounds like you guys are really smart about this kind of stuff. Um, are there any on your way up though, or actually just to date, are there any like key shows that you would note? Obviously the theater shows and like played forty watt a couple times, right? Any like notable events? You know what I mean? Like, like oh, in our history. Yeah, kind just of, in your yeah. History. Oh yeah. So I'm sure there's plenty. There's plenty, and yeah. I think like the progress kind of went from we played. I mean, we played, we played around, and we played obviously the fraternity shows, played bars. Mm-hmm. But then we got the opportunity to, we opened up at 40 Watt for Orange Constant, and then mm-hmm. we played Nowhere Bar, Nowhere Bar, which is really cool. And then we got to play the rooftop, and that was mm-hmm. a huge honor. Drew got us yes, up there. Yes, Drew's the man, a man. Drew, the man. yeah, yes. absolutely. Drew's birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday, really, Drew. Happy birthday, birthday, Drew. Hope you see this shit, man. man. Miss you. <laughs> he was telling me about this. He said that... um. The kind of the plan was to get you guys on the rooftop, see how it went, and then bring you back, sell tickets the second time. You guys pretty much sold it out, right? The second time. And oh, then, the, the rooftop. Then bring you downstairs, right? Yeah. So we played a show up there, and then we played another show up there, mm-hmm. and he was really he was really pleased with how that went, and he was like, "Let's get you down down there." And we were like, "Yeah, down oh, shit, like <laughs> like down there in the basement." <laughs> You're like, you mean like yeah, like what in like the elevator? Like what do you mean? <laughs> no, and so yeah, and so we got to do that. You know that. You know, he's Drew. He he helped Goat. us out, man. He's Goat. just such a great guy. Such a nice guy, man. Really and grateful for all that for that opportunity. Yeah. And so we did that, and you know, we you guys had did, a, it was like a Tuesday, wasn't it? It was or a something? Tuesday night, and we were lucky enough to sell it out, wow. which was really awesome. That was a crazy, huge honor. Man. That is awesome. And I mean, at that point, we were kind of like, I mean, we we knew that we we had like had moderate success in certain scenes in Athens, but we we didn't feel super like we played yeah. that show very well. But we did not feel like we've almost felt like, dude, like, should we be up here? Like, I just saw like, you know, I just saw like Marcus King here like two weeks ago. Like, this is kind of screwing with me. But um, and then, you know, and then we was after. So we had then like all that time passed about eight months, nine months. Actually, no, that was so that was September, that first show. And Mm -hmm. then January we had we released our album. Mm -hmm. And so that second Georgia theater show was our album release show. Okay. And then that one was we was up there. We were up there, and we were like, "All right, like this is our second we time here. We're familiar with the stage. Right. We're not like like shaken up by where <laughs> we are. We released uh, an album. We've just been in the studio playing these songs. You know, we got Cam, who's a beast, mm-hmm. no doubt, no doubt. And um, how did that one go? And that one went amazing. Yeah. And it just was, you know, that was just that was surreal. That was that's always going to be one of my favorite nights of my I life. I believe it, man. I believe and, that. Um, Sold it out again, right? Sold or it close? out again, yeah. Sold wow. it out again, and then twice. Had, bro, uh, and then crazy. we played some, played some other shows. We played mm-hmm. forty watt. We played a forty watt show with Jester. Jester which I was, was there. Sick. I saw that. That was a fun one. Jester guys are awesome. They are awesome. Rest in peace. Rest Jester. in peace, Jester. Jester, gone but not forgotten. Good band. Good band. Great, uh, you yeah. guys played uh, a cover that night. What was it? Uh, maybe it was in one ear by Cage the Elephant. Yeah, Do you yeah. This? And I then, was like, let's and go. And then at the end of the show, which is really cool, was we played. Um, Get back. Get back. No, not get back. Uh, Some Beatles remember. song. I can't remember. I don't know. Shit, it I don't know. It's been a while, but that was yeah, a good one too. <laughs> just to like, just, I was just thinking about. It. I was like, damn, dude, saw AFTM and Jester in Little Bitty Forty Watt. You know, or well, not Little Bitty, but you know what I mean. Like, that's just an awesome fucking yeah, yeah, duo yeah, to yeah, see yeah. right there. And that's awesome. Man. I, I mean, because like I had I had known of Forty Watt before coming there, and I had mm-hmm. never even thought I'd play a show in Forty Watt, yeah. the rooftop of the Georgia Theater, Nowhere Bar. Even Downstairs. Silver Dollar Bear, you know, it was like <laughs> I didn't know I'd be doing that, and then the next thing you know, it was like That's crazy. playing it, you know, because I remember because Jester was playing like before I even joined AFTM, and mm-hmm. I was like listening to music, and I was like, dude, these guys are like sick, mm-hmm. 
And um, next thing you know, next thing you know, with the forty watt playing with them, <laughs> looking over, like playing a cover at the end of the show for the encore, like next to the Jester guys, you know, singing into a mic with. Yeah. You know, Andrew or Tommy oh, and yeah, being like, man. whoa, like these guys are sick. They are, man. And, they are, and they're man. right there. And we're right here. <laughs> and Full then, uh, circle, man. Yeah. And then so those shows in Athens were very important. And then we were lucky enough to be able to play shows in Atlanta. Our first show outside of Athens at, in Atlanta that was like a big deal was Smith's Soul Bar, which, Smith's was, went, Soul Bar. which went really well. Mm-hmm. And then some time passed and we played there again. Then we played... Um, Played Aisle Five. Aisle Five which was really cool. I don't think I've been there. We had two nights there. We had one night we had Underground Spring House opening. Nice. The other night we had Kindle Street Company. Okay, cool. Which was really cool. cool. Yeah. Those both went really well. And then we had a show in Terminal West, uh, like right before 2020. It might have been. Yeah, it was in like November. And so you guys, Athens, Atlanta, and you're just expanding at this point, right? Yeah. So where that, else are you guys? Hitting? So. Um, Alabama at one point. We've right? gone to Al- we've gone to like Tuscaloosa, mm-hmm. Oxford. Played in Nashville. Hell yeah, um, man. Yeah, we played in UVA. We've played in UVA? University of Virginia in Charlottesville. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Played cool. in UNC. You guys hit the damn southeast, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, dude. Last, last fall, I want to say we played like 50 shows like damn. just during football season. Busy boys. Yeah, I mean, we had just gotten our van, Vanessa. Yeah. <laughs> and so we classic. were, you know, we put her to the test and we were like hitting it. I remember it was like every Friday you know, ideally after classes, I'd <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully if I'm lucky, <laughs> sometimes I'd, we'd get in the van and then we'd, and I had Sunday night, I'd get back at like six o'clock. Woo, that's a busy weekend. Yeah. Man. Sometimes getting back at midnight on Sunday and, you know, waking up for my 8am Monday, Wednesday, Friday man. class and being like, I'm surprised uh, you guys grades haven't decreased a good bit or have they? Yeah. Uh, I've been, I've been lucky enough to, uh, <laughs> slide through to slide through. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm hanging in there. Love um, it, man. Still in school though, so. Well, that's awesome, man. I mean, you guys are like uh, just from somebody else on the scene or trying to be on the scene, you know, like just from the earlier, like two years ago, you guys were, like writing the template on what to do, and uh, believe me, everybody's watching you guys now. We're all taking notes out here, like, damn, these boys hey, know man, what they're well, doing. Yeah, dude. Hopefully, uh, you know, the world can stop burning and we can. So yeah, hopefully, get soon, back man. to it, dude. How about four twenty fest, bro? You guys got to be bummed about this. Yeah, we're double bummed because we were like. <laughs> Like four twenty five is gonna be so sick. Like, oh, oh my man. god, like a Dr. Dog's gonna be there. Like mm. I'm looking to see like Dr. Dog and like all these things. And then like and then it fell through and then Such they were like, Well, they're just gonna do it till next year. And I was like, Oh, well, like that's far away, but I can wait. Like it's worth it. Surely things will be fine surely, by Surely, yes. By next no. it's usually in the summer. It's usually in April, right? Or it's yeah, I think it's like April twenty something. So you guys would be gearing up right now for it, boys. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, we'd be getting ready. Oh no, it'd have been last April, right? It would have been last April, but yeah. they were, but then they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna do it instead the same lineup mm-hmm. in April 2021," Man. and so now we're like, obviously, you know, the world's not ready to have a, you know, a music festival. A festival yeah, not so quite, now yeah. I'm just like, yeah, you know, I was like, ah. Oh. But I mean, you know, April tw- 2022, man. Maybe. Yes, we'll Hopefully. be there. See you guys. <laughs> well, I don't know. Let's just hope. <laughs> Let's just be, hope it would so, be an man. honor. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And you guys were, I assume you were early on the bill, like just playing in the middle of the day or something. Yeah, we were playing. Um, we were playing as like a side stage. I think there's okay. like three or four main stages. We were Hell, playing like a side yeah. stage. But it was like at a reasonable time. It was like a five o'clock. Or Dude, like that's four nice. O'clock thing, yeah. Which is sick. Yeah, I figured you guys would be on at like lunch. You know what I mean? And like, then I get to go and watch. All the yeah, love, free so. entry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> You'd pay to Even go. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, um, you guys, are you assigned to some production company or something, or a booking no, agent or anything? Yeah, we are assigned. Yeah, we're assigned to Mint Talent Agency. Mint Talent Agency. How does that work? Is that like they book you? We or? have a booking agent. Yeah, uh-huh. we have a booking agent named David. We were with um, Nimble Slick, and we Nimble just Slick. moved over with David because he moved over to Mint. So it's a Mint Talent Group is what it's called. Cool. Okay, and they just helped you guys out with like. Like a, they help us out with uh, booking shows and tours and kind of just you know that's awesome. Almost and all, like, kind of in like a development sense too. Like he's like, hey, like these shows be good for now, but like hopefully you know y'all release some music and then we can mm-hmm. hit this, these markets or we can you know try to get this venue after a while. You know, it's like yeah, they they have like they know exactly what you what know, to do what yeah. to do with us. You Interesting know, how to so, handle us. Yeah, this isn't their first rodeo. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Interesting. Exactly. So you guys, I assume you have plans to like expand. You've hit the south, right? You guys going north? Any got anything? Eventually, this summer, yeah, this summer. So yeah. with uh, David, our booking agent, he's trying to get us 
he's working out some stuff to go up like you know up the east coast and back Let's and go. go over the and go over to like colorado and back and Hell stop yeah, in man. texas and stuff so you i'm excited to start for that. flying or you're driving vanessa, vanessa? baby you putting those miles van halen on. i love it yeah van halen yeah. <laughs> love it man that's awesome yeah what is it like a it's like a like a little bus right it's not even a van is it it's oh, like no, a it charter is a van. we had oh, a van? we had a charter for one gig uh-huh. um for once, like we had three shows in a row, and we we're like, let's just like hit the road. We don't need to all drive. It's not like yeah. economical to like yeah. everyone drive a car. Load up or the drive Camrys, yeah. 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 yeah, load up the Camrys, <laughs> exactly. So, um, so we we rented a like a shuttle, and we called it the spaceship, and that was cool. But then we were like, all right, like this is gonna we're gonna spend so much money on gas, <laughs> eating <laughs> like, our profits. Yeah, and so we uh got the van, and you know we uh yeah we love her. I love that man. You just bought it. We well yeah we I mean we're still kind of paying it off. But, okay, you know. gotcha. So you got a new van or fairly new? It was a Baptist <laughs> church van. Okay, cool. It that said like uh, Celebration Baptist Church on it, and I was yeah. trying to convince the band to leave it on, <laughs> but they were like, I don't know, like it's you know it might not be. <laughs> you guys got an AFTM logo on that thing yet? I think we might have slapped an AFTM. Slapped we got that and a Mr. That. Zog's sex wax yeah. sticker. That I found. <laughs> love it, man. Yeah. Love it. I'm curious about this kind of stuff. If you guys don't want to talk about finance, you obviously don't have to. But like, do you guys save a percentage? Like, yeah. So you know what, what we mean? used to do was, I think, I mean, I, I could be wrong. I think whenever we played all those shows, like last fall, those 50 shows, we do 50 mm-hmm. percent of the of the show profits go to the band, mm-hmm. or go to like paying out everyone at the end of the month. And then fifty percent goes into the band bank account for, you know, nice. hotels, yeah, studio bands. time, yeah, stuff like band that. payments. Yeah, okay, you know. I think that's really smart. I'm just, I know it's kind of nerdy, but I'm just curious about shit like that. Yeah, know? yeah, and then like yeah. before that, so obviously the percentage that goes to the booking agent and the percentage that goes to McLean. Definitely, yeah. Okay, so take that off the top. That's kind yeah, of stuff. and then slice it in half and. <laughs> Yeah, and then give me a piece and then slice that off and let me eat it, and then give the rest of the cake to the boys, and then the rest of it we put that cake in the fridge. <laughs> love it, man. Yeah. Love it. That's the best way you could have put it right there. So, um, do you guys have any back on the label thing? Do you guys have any aspirations? Like, are you guys like actively trying to get signed? Or are you just like doing um, your yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, for sure. We um, yeah. we're not pitching right now. We're what yeah. we want to do is build up a catalog, and that's kind of what we're doing. Is we're meeting up right now. Right now, we're just running through sets and kind of uh-huh. s- subtly working on new ideas just to get ready for, you know, playing back and we got uh-huh. a new bass player. But, you know, I think that phase will be over and then we can go straight to just working all these demos. There's yeah. like, there's probably about like 15, 20 different song ideas that Ooh. we could be working on that are just sitting in our Google Drive as demos. And Jeez. we want to, and we, we bought this. No, like 15, like 15 demos, and there's yeah. probably like 20 or something total song ideas. But Damn, that's a lot of meat right there. That's a ton. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of them are, could literally just be a guitar riff. <laughs> yeah. Some of it could be just, you know, chords and some verse, you mm-hmm. know, but some of them are like full hashed out, gotcha. you know, sections. But I mean, so we're kind of like, we're going to eventually try to develop those. And once we have solid demos for those, which, which like with enough songs that we think is mm-hmm. good enough to show. 10, we'll go 11, something 10, like 11, you yeah. know, maybe 15 or, you know, ideally what we do is we, we develop, you know, 30 songs uh-huh. and then we take the 12 or 15 best of those and be like, this is what we want to like use the pitch and then start oh, actively okay. pitching to labels. I get what and you being mean. like, Hey, like this is, this is music that we've have written. We haven't really like, you know, mixed yeah. and released it. So the plan is to get them to fund the recording, kind of right, or is it would it already um, yeah, be recorded? I mean, yeah, I, you know honestly, I, mean? I wish I see your inbus sticker. I wish yeah. I wish I was in the music business program, but <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I mean, thought you were, man. I'm not, dude. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I'm too busy. <laughs> I'm I actually to. playing. Well, no, if I was a, if I was a if I was a business student, I would have done it. But I was yeah. just like with engineering and stuff, it's just hard to. Yeah, I imagine so. You're a busy bee. Yeah, that's but, just um, hard. Yeah, <laughs> I hear about I that. I mean, yeah, it's, it it keeps you busy, but mm-hmm. um. Anyway, so yeah, what we want to do is take those, you know, ideally like twelve or fifteen best demos and mm-hmm. go to a label and be like, yeah. "Hey, this is this is our music. Are you like, what do you like, what do you think?" Interesting. You know, that's smart, man. I never would have thought of it. I figured you guys would like record it first, like, uh, like actually have. Well, your that's thing what we're ready. doing. Was like we have two songs that we like. We just went to the mountains and we recorded. We have a rig. That was cool. An X thirty two rig. Yeah, that's and sick. so we just hooked that up to Ableton. It has all the inputs, and so we just. Go straight in and uh, that's wicked. And man. so, it, so Cam's mixing it. Cam's been, you know, studying yeah. how to mix and taking classes from Berkeley and online Damn. about about production and stuff. Nice. And he's, he's grinding on that. And yeah. so we're um, and we're all just kind of working on our own production equipment. So like, you know, I'm trying to get you know different. Seems like you guys VSTs all have it going on. You know what I mean? Like uh, Kelly and um, 
the bass Cutter, player. Yeah. Cutter. They were talking about recording Ableton last night. So I was like, damn, everybody knows what they're doing in here. Like nobody's just yeah, like. Yeah, I mean, around. I will say I'm I'm a fiddler on Logic, but I'm no <laughs> I'm no producer. Yeah, that's my neck. That's like that's the next frontier for me. Yeah, learn how to produce. Yeah, I feel like that'd be it's it's always interesting, man. It's just like an endless hole of things you could learn. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, there's just never. It's like endless. one door opens up a hallway that has yes, two hundred other yes, doors. Yes, exactly. And like, just keep it. That's going. fascinating, man. Uh, you guys are killing it though. You've um you did four singles in a month or two months, right? Recently, right? Yeah, well, so we're up to date those, now. those were our quarantine singles. Nice, okay. So we recorded those right when COVID hit. So we took we took January and February of 2020 off because mm -hmm. we were like, I mean, we didn't know that yeah. COVID was going to happen. <laughs> we were like, oh, like, let's just write, like, let's work on some songs, like, get some songs, mm -hmm. get them perfectly, record them, and release them, and then mm -hmm. we can go and play our shows just to kind of, like, make things fresh because we have been grinding on the road playing the same songs. Yeah. We were like, we need some new music. Some and material. So we uh, so we wrote those songs and we spent like those two months doing that and then March we played like a show or two or no we actually we played like one show at the end of February and then March came and we were gonna have our Georgia theater show our third Georgia theater show on St Patrick's Saint Day Patrick's Day I remember this after it got spring canceled, break right? I was on spring break and Evan and they were like yeah like don't come back yeah don't come back <laughs> you're kicked out of school the country's ending yes yeah, you know just chaos, i was like man. oh my god what does this mean and then so obviously that show had to get canceled so that's such a bummer but i man. still have i have like the poster and i have a bunch of posters mm -hmm. that i give to my friends and like yeah I, I, have the, I have the poster for the show that never happened oh <laughs> shit let me get one for the wall in here i man. got you man you got, I got me you, man. man i appreciate that that'd be sweet get a little signature action on oh, there yeah. from the goats i love it man um is there like played the theater twice you sold it out twice is there any pressure on that or does it, do you just feel more confident like oh we're gonna sell it out again or, no you know what I, mean? I mean i think the thing was was after the second time we were like we really need to make sure that we don't i mean we really need to make sure that we don't not sell it out because that yeah. would make us look you know make us look like, like we're on a decline yeah, but at the gotcha. same time we were also like you know what like it's not what it's about. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, really about the fact that we're allowed to be playing at the Georgia Theater again. Like, absolutely, yeah, that's an honor in itself. Like, to any like you know, not selling out wouldn't hinder that to us at all. Like, we'd absolutely still be on that yeah. stage, being super grateful and happy absolutely. to be there. You know? Yeah, so. it's really easy to overthink things like that. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, and it's, it's like, like oh, we got a month yeah. to the show. Like, what if we fuck yeah. up? What if it's not as good as last time? Yeah, you know or I mean? even to, like let your ego be like, dog, dude, people are gonna think we suck if we don't <laughs> yeah. sell it out. Yeah, it's so it's easy like, to do that, but no need. You guys got this shit. I'm loving it. Okay, let's see. Where are we at? Tell me about the four singles, though, the quarantine singles. What what went into these? Was there a different recording process? Um, oh, yeah. Very, very, very different recording process. Yeah. So up until then, everything we recorded was live in a studio. Okay. Ideally, you know, live takes. No metronome. Maybe, maybe, yeah. No, uh, some of them would have a click, but mm -hmm. not all of them. Gotcha. Um, So what had to happen, because we were like, you know, I was getting back from spring break. Everyone was, in, you know, doing different stuff. People mm -hmm. were living, like, you know coming back from college to be with their parents and yeah. they didn't we didn't know who would be safe to meet up with we didn't know exactly. if covid would kill everybody yeah true that we saw didn't really you know, know yeah. we didn't know we were just terrified so we were like all right everyone's just gonna go back home like bring all your recording stuff so cam had you know had his has his interfaces and his mics yeah, yeah. for his drums so he would cut the drums and ideally they what they would do is because kelly played the bass on that Okay. On that, on all those four songs, because so, uh, the twins have left the band at this point, or so John. Yes, yeah, so John had parted ways with the band okay. to go do his own thing. Yeah, do that's his, cool. His music. Gotta respect that. John McClain, really good. You check out his stuff, dude. He rips. Go. He rips. And yes. DJ Killwill. Love. Yes, Killwill rips too, man. It's all him They're at amazing. the forty watt. Very cool. Very cool. Um, but yeah, so John had left, and so Kelly was doing the bass for that, and um, so Kelly and Cam would record on their own mm -hmm. using that the rig that we got. Just trying to get the rhythm section tight kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, so like, just what we call it like a backing track. So they'd yeah. have the backing track. For one of the songs, Cam recorded on his own, but for the other three, it was them two. And so they'd send that over, put it in a Google Drive. I'd download it into Logic, mm -hmm. record my stuff, <laughs> put those tracks back in the Google Drive, and then, you know... Forrest gotcha. would go and record cut the vocals and yeah. guitar. Yeah, and then so well, next thing you know, he sent it to John McClain, he he mixed it and really had it all sounding right. I didn't even realize that you I mean, I figured you got I I could tell it sounded a uh, less live per se, but that's awesome that you guys like figured out a way to do it with quarantine. You yeah, know what I mean? That's yeah. smart. That's very wise. I mean, it's crazy what you can do with one of those, For one real, of those man. and <laughs> one of these. It's and crazy, one of those, man. yeah, and and the internet. <laughs> I was reading this one thing, it was like uh 
Oh, man. Maybe it's not even true, but it was like something like any kid nowadays with this, that, and that can make like any song from the past, uh, like any uh, top 10 song in the 2000s or something. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like you can just do it. Like that's fucking insane, man. I know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like it's all right there. Yeah, it is, man. It's crazy. I don't know. It's just, just fascinating. That's why I want to make a record on tape like you guys. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, I think, we're, I think we're done with that. I think Are we're you? getting more of the digital. Like I'm using like Omnisphere and like Keyscape, some of my stuff. Which is like a virtual instrument instead yeah. of like, like uh, instead of like micing up an upright piano. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm like, oh, like I'm gonna use the digital thing. Yeah, yeah, MIDI. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah I'm gonna print it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like, oh, if I if I mess up, I can you know change the velocity of this note. You yeah, know? It's like, okay, gotcha. But then that's a rabbit hole in itself. So that's true. Yeah, it leads to just working too hard on something. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. But there's a there's definitely like a balance, yeah. and I think it's like, are you into soundscaping? Any? Do you know what I mean by that? Like, like creating sounds. Yeah, like atmospheres and shit. I guess not for you yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, I do. But I've, you know I've what been, I mean? So I've been like trying to develop my s- skills in logic, mm. especially like I'll be I'll mess around and try to make like a lo-fi beat or just a rap beat or just like a yeah sort of like neo-soul type of instrumental song. Mm-hmm. And with that, I'll use Omnisphere and do like textures and atmospheric gotcha. stuff yeah. and drones. But uh, most of the that time, I'm just kind of... I'm either doing keyscapes, like focusing on keyboard sounds, or mm-hmm. I mess around on like my Moog, like trying to figure out, you know, how to change parameters to make yeah. certain sounds. Or are you, you like know. when you're playing live? Are you like changing settings every song? Like you know what I mean? You have yeah, like, so, are you like beep 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 bad for the money pulls up? Is that what it's like? Or yeah, you know but I mean? it's really like so. I mean, it depends on what my setup is. But so for now, what I'm probably gonna do just because just to make my life easier is I'll use my Nord and a micro Korg. My Nord, I'll just have like I'll just know. Like, okay, like if I go to patch two, like 2.2 is the electric piano, so I'll mm-hmm. use that for the verse. And then 2.3, I just click one button, is the organ. So when I go to the chorus, I can gotcha. just go straight to organ. Interesting. So it's just kind of like, yeah. It's just kind of like setting it up. But I mean, sometimes, like sometimes at like a live show, if it's not like a venue show, I'll be like, I'll just kind of like change which just patch I use. I'm yeah. like, oh, like. Maybe seeing ain't believing would sound cool with a road sound instead yeah. of a clavinet or you, you know. You gotta keep it interesting, you know. Yeah, you yeah, keep I gotta switch it up just kind of for your mental yeah. health. See, I don't, I'm not, I've never like I have a piano right here and right here, but like I can't like play like you guys. So I've always been interested. I've never, I haven't had any really good piano players on the show. So you're the first shout out. And uh, I saw you play with Springhouse, and I don't know if you practiced with it. Did you practice with them for that show? Oh, for the at theater? Because the you were, so like, fun. fucking, like, improvising. Every- I was like, it looks like he's just improvising. Were you, or had you yeah, practiced? Yeah, so what I did was, I mean, I went, I practiced with them uh, twice. Yeah. So what I did was I had Benji write down all the chords. Okay. And so I would uh, sit, so I sat down and kind of, like, play, like, just listen to all their songs, because all of them except for a couple songs were on Spotify. Uh-huh. And then the covers, I just looked up how to play, like looked up the chords for the covers, and then went to practice, and you know, just yeah, just kind of jammed around. Ran through on. everything twice, basically. Damn, really? And then went on stage, and I was like, oh, I don't fuck up, I don't fuck up. <laughs> and I mean, I You're probably great, fucked man. up, but I, I don't think I, I don't think anyone noticed. No, <laughs> like, dude, no, I was there. You were great. It was fantastic. I was like, damn, they are ripping it, man. Yeah, and man, I was, was cool. I was in a dress too. Yes, yeah, so awesome. I loved that. That was my favorite, dude. <laughs> That was like that's that's why I like love that night because I yeah. was like, dude, never again will I be able to play on stage with a band called Big Chungus uh-huh. in a dress in front of like eight hundred people and then go love it with like some of my other best friends, Underground Springhouse, and play on stage. A whole nother set. Yeah, it seemed like everybody was just friends in that lineup. That seemed really cool. That was the best part. Yeah, yeah it seemed like a really like a collective kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, that it was, was really great. Cool. That's probably the that, more... that was the funnest probably green room hangout. That I bet. Yeah, I bet it smelled funny in there, didn't it? Yeah, everyone was all yeah. Well, we were all sweaty too, so yeah. I, I smelled, smelled especially bad. That's hilarious, man. Uh, I think that was. Pro- I worked at the theater for like three months, and that was definitely like top three show I saw there easily, maybe number one. Just fantastic. Um, which leads us into, uh, I didn't want to talk about just AFTN. We should definitely talk about Big Chungus too, because I'm super interested in this. How did this become a thing? <laughs> uh, so I so I had been introduced to Sam Groverman through Kelly Goat. and Jacob Selvaggi through Kelly. Uh, is Jacob the, the sax? The sax okay, the, okay. The filthiest sax yes, player yes, I'll ever so know. So cool, yeah. Um, and then Jackson Thompson, Mm-hmm. Just from you know mutual holding friends, holding it down on the bass. Yeah, so such sick. a nice guy. So awesome. Such They're all nice so guy. great. Yes. And um, so I just kind of I I like I knew all of them and I knew that they were all good and I knew that they we all kind of like had similar interests at the time mm-hmm. and I and I was getting into playing standards and like kind of twisting up standard mm-hmm. like jazz standards and making them sound mm-hmm. different and so we were kind of like I kind of was like hey like what do y'all think about having an instrumental band that plays like 
jazz standards, funk standards, mm-hmm. and like writes our own like different songs and like plays, you know, bossa yeah. tunes or plays like an Afro-Cuban song or a, mm-hmm. you know, and no singer, right? Like what? And no vocals Jackson, whatsoever. Does Jackson sing? Sometimes? Jackson does sing, but he. It's there, just like a there's fun one thing. time like where we'll have a groove and he'll just be like he'll be like all right tone down and he'll come up and he'll just like improvise lyrics and we're huh? like dude like we could be doing this on like every song <laughs> that's it's like, awesome he's, he's, man. he has such a good voice yeah he does yeah he's such a strong player too God, yeah oh yeah he's nice insane guy. and he plays guitar and he yeah. plays mandolin it's super like, talented that yeah. was interesting I saw you guys at Forty Watt Club opening for somebody. Maybe it was Everyday Dogs. Was it Everyday, Everyday Dogs? Everyday Dogs, yeah. Yeah, I, you, I, was, I was at Soundcheck, so we recorded it or whatever, and you were doing that thing with the fucking EA Sports thing, you know what I'm saying? Oh, EA yeah. Sports, Sports, it's, it's in, in the, the game. game. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, nice. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I had that and like the bam, 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 bam. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah that's yeah. cool. And like, uh, you guys, is that your first show? It seemed like no, it, because our... you guys were fairly new, right? Yeah, we were new to the scene, but we had played Nowhere Bar, and we played Silver twice. Oh, okay. I bet um, that was fun. That was fun, yeah. yeah. So honestly, like, yeah, those were like we played like we played like three of those shows. Nice. And then I'm trying to think if we had. Any when does the shows. band start? It's 2019. No, 2018. Really? No, okay. Wait, it was my got... sophomore year. It was yeah. like it was like late first semester. So I guess that's okay. So you guys were at it longer than I thought. Cause I thought the 40 watt was your first show. I was like, damn, these motherfuckers have a crowd, man. No, good, I mean, too. most of it was just like us playing around, but I think we played silver like two or three times. Nice. And then we played, uh, yeah, I played 40 watt. That so one what's, time what's the aspirations more. on that band? Are you guys like trying to do that? Like take it all the way? Or is it just like a fun thing or? Uh, yeah, it's definitely just a fun thing. Yeah. I mean, I would love to do something with them, but we're all kind of, you know, have our own things. Like I, mm-hmm. I have a, I have AFTM, Kelly has AFTM, yeah. same as Orange Constant. Yeah. Who's a, you Busy know, B. legitimate touring act. Yes. And it's like, you know, and like, so it's, it's tough, but that's awesome though. Like, it's like kind of like cool. Cause like, I'm sure like eventually it, it'll pan out or whatever, you know what I mean? But it'll be like, like, damn, you just had to be there. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like if you were there, you saw them. If not, I actually texted those guys. Uh, I was I was like drunk it's like Saturday night. And I was like, I like went in like searched in my group me like old history and like big chungus and I was like had been since quarantine that we or since like COVID first hit that we you know said anything said anything and I was like we need to awaken the beast. It's Let's time. do it. Yes, I we need to. See it. We need to you know congregate the council. Yes, bring the Jedi council <laughs> yeah. out right quick. You guys should play silver again. That'd be fun. I know that'd be, <laughs> that'd really be fun. sick. Yeah. Full capacity now, I guess, but I don't know. I feel like that's hairy. It's a little bit. I'm it's not against hilarious. it. I'm not against it. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's a, it's a moral dilemma, but you so, know. So tell me about you guys' two shows that are coming up with AFTM, because we're almost at an hour, so I'll give it a wrap. I held you a little longer than I wanted to. We're that's having, cool. We're having too much time's fun. Time's been flying, It's dude. fun, isn't it, man? It's a good yeah. time. So yeah, tell me about these two shows are coming out so we can get the details to the people. Yeah, so April 9th, mm-hmm. April 9th, we have... <laughs> love it, love it. <laughs> April 9th, From the Earth Brewery, AFTM's playing mm-hmm. in Roswell, Georgia. Um, awesome. There are still tickets available. It's a Near pod Atlanta. show, so essentially you have your own area, and you buy you buy the pod, so it's for four people, and you can you can That's dance awesome. all around your pod, yeah. and you know. I'm down for that. And it's That's safe. Cool. You don't have to yeah. worry about getting infected so that's that's important that's always good there's there's another show isn't there maybe i feel Uh, like there's one local maybe not no not not yet interesting well (laughs) i mean everything's up in the air you you know you can never be too sure about a show i mean we're we're starting to play you know private things but Mm. that's that's the the April 9th, that's going to be, uh, that's our big, you know, coming back. Yes, I look forward to it, man. I think I'm going to have to make the drive up there. I might have to do it. Yeah, man. All yeah. I know is one day we want to we wanna get that, get back in the theater whenever, whenever the world is Dude. ready for the Georgia theater. When the Georgia theater I don't think the world is up. ready right now for the Georgia theater. <laughs> Soon, though. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, May? Yeah. you can't rush the process. That's true. So. You got to trust the process. You can't rush it. You got to trust it. Yeah. You gotta, it's it's going to be so sweet, though, when it does come when back. It, yeah, from. it's like it's just building and building. Yes. And then one day it's going to be like. I want to yes. go every day for a week when it comes back. Just oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, not being at the. Yes, dude. Everybody, dude. Tickets are gonna be tough there for a minute. You know what I mean? It's gonna be packed. We were just walking around downtown last night. I was like, dude, what do I do to just swing in a bar right now and see a band? I know. If you just go up to rooftop and just like see some actor, go to nowhere bar and yes, just swing through. Yeah, just oh man. One day. One day I'm going to walk down the street and I'm going to hear music and I'm going to walk in and it's going to be a band. I'm like, that's sick. This is great. I love yeah. it. 
All right, my friend. Thank you so much for coming out. I had an absolute blast talking an to honor, you. Man. You have a good time? Yeah, I had a great I'd time. I'd love it for you to come back. Uh, I'm going to try to get all your friends on. Speaking of which, uh, Kelly and Forrest were shooting your um, – they were they were talking very highly of you last night. Well, I love said those they, guys. Said they were the, you were one of the best improvising pianists they'd ever played with. So Well, that makes me feel good. Yes, that those is Those guys nice. are, are way too good to be playing with me, but I'm happy, <laughs> they, I'm happy they let me. So. I love it, man. Well, I'm glad you guys came on, or you came on, and I'm very excited to see what the band does. I'm sure you guys are going to just take over the world, all that good stuff. And yeah, we'll see you at the show on April 9th. From the Earth Brewery, Roswell, Georgia. Give a little wave so we can make the thumbnail. Here we go, thumbnail. See you guys later. Thanks That's for tuning in. Bye.